This morning, I want to share with us on confronting closed doors stroke closed gates. You may be seated for a while. Doors and gates are the same in definition. Gate comes from the Latin origin. Why does come from Greek origin? Any of these is actually an entrance that allows access to a place. It's an opening by which you can enter a building. If the gate of this church is locked, no person can come in legally except someone who wants to climb by the fence. And that's why we have security wires, barbed wires, that if you want to force yourself, it will cut you. Some can even electrocute you. The gate is the only access into a compound and the doors are the only access into a building, whether a room, a parlor, or a house. It's an opening by which you can enter a building. It is also seen as an opportunity. When you hear people say, doors have opened for me, an opportunity has come their way. But my prayer for you is that any time opportunity comes your way, may you recognize it. Any time doors of opportunity open to you, may you recognize it and enter into it. Because some people, doors have opened unto them. But it doesn't look as if there's anything. And they never entered. But the door had opened. Door had opened. But anytime opportunity comes your way, please use the opportunity well to the glory of God. Now, double door on its own is a sign of entrance into high-powered positions. Double door. Like this door. And is it common to go to churches, congregations, event centers, and meet the doors, a single door as this or the other one? Is it common? No, double door is a sign of royalty. Double door is a sign of what? As of today, the door we have in our church, Turkish door, stand out to be the most beautiful door as of today. There are Israeli security doors. Others may be stronger. Others may be stronger, but not too beautiful. Others may look beautiful, but not as solid as this. Turkish door is one door. And that is why we are careful when we are selecting the doors to put in this church. Double doors are a sign of royalty. The signs on its own is a sign of entrance into high-powered position or the presence of royalty, the presence of authority and rulership. Double doors represent the entryway to palaces and so to kingdom. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you, as we confront closed doors, double doors shall be open to many of us. Every position they have denied you in the past, because God will be opening doors for you. When we get to Psalm 45, you see that there's what they call the two olive gates. It's not single. God opened them. God shall open doors for you. And particularly for some of us, selected few, double doors shall be opened unto you. I said double doors shall be opened unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, while we're talking about confronting, it's because some doors open naturally on its own, why some doors need to be forced open? Any door that is refusing to open to any of us, we shall force the doors open. And you will enter. And spiritually, when doors 
open on their own, indicates a welcome, indicates an invitation or elevation. But when you force them open, you indicate a takeover. So we must take over by force. Every door that belongs to us, that enemy are closed, that men are saying will not take, by force we will open them. I know we have them in the Bible. In Psalm 24, verse 7 and 8, the Bible says, Oh, ye great, be ye lifted up, you have a lasting door. And the door has voice to speak. He said, Who are you? And who is this king of glory? He said, Open. Is the Lord God Almighty, the man of war, open. And the gate open. Meaning that gates can challenge people. The ancient people know so much about their gates, about doors. They know that one doors are closed. Of course, you see what happened in Medukri recently, that people who came back after the coffee hour, what happened? The doors, the gates were closed against them. And Boko Haram came and burnt them. And their goods and all of that. Over 30 persons were wasted. Why? Because the gate was closed. I want to announce to you that the gate of life shall not be closed against you. The gate of prosperity shall not be closed against you. The gates of favor shall not be closed against you. When men, when gates are closed against men, when others are succeeding, they don't. But you, I see you entering into your own gate and entering in without strength in the name of Jesus Christ. Brethren, when any of these are closed, you are denied access to the place and the things inside the building. Why do you think people are looking for access to enter? It's because of the materials in the house. Nobody wants to get into an empty house and thieves does not enter into empty houses to go and steal. They don't. They don't. They look for where there are materials to steal. They look for things where they can enjoy. That's what they look for. Where they can enter. I want you to know that virtually everything on the earth have doors. We have doors to the marketplace. You have doors to the heart of men. You have doors to the environment. You have doors to the community. You have doors to the gate of heaven. And we just read one. Genesis chapter 28 verse 17. Jacob never knew that. But that was what gave him power. The Arabs are still complaining and fighting. But they are not aware that a particular gate was opened to Jacob. He was running away. He had only a staff. He had only a staff. But he said, and he was afraid and said, how dreadful is this place? This is none other but one, the house of God. And this is what? The gate of heaven. Remember the story that when Jacob was running away from his brother, he slept in a place. And what did he use as pillow? He used stone as his pillow. How many of us have used stone as pillow? I used one pillow that was very hard and my neck was pending me. So I said, Jacob must be a very strong man. Who did not just use hard pillow, but he used what? Stone. He left his comfort zone and used. And that was where God appeared to him. Many of us want to get into prosperity in our comfort zone. No labor, no work, nothing. We want milk and honey to drop in our mouth so that we begin to enjoy without doing anything. And that man lay his head on the stone. The Bible says, suddenly he saw in the revelation a ladder that started from the ground and goes to all up. And he saw angels trafficking. Angels were walking up and down. Then he knew that there was a connection between heaven and on the earth. And later we got to know that the connection between heaven and earth is the cross of Christ. If you don't go through there, you can't get to heaven. The connection 
the staircase to heaven is through the cross of Christ. You can go there without falling down. Now when he saw there, he said, God is here and I didn't know it. And he concluded that this place where he lay was actually the gate of where? And that was where he was empowered. That is where he was empowered. That's where he was empowered. And remember, let's go to Genesis 32 verse 10. Genesis 32 verse 10. Genesis 32 verse 10. Look at what he said. Uh, when after running and spending years, these four chapters shows over 20 years of service. Over 20 years. Remember that as at chapter 28, he was not married. He was still going to his, 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 his uncle, his uncle magician, who practices charms. When he got there, the man deceived him for seven years. Seven years of service. No label, no, 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 no reward. He served another seven years. Then finally, he had children. He said, I've served my father, my in-law for seven years. I'm going to leave. And when he was leaving, this is in verse 32. Four chapters there after, but lasted for over 20 years. And what did he say? He now that he said, I am not worthy of the least of all the messes and of all the truth which thou hast shown unto thy servant. For with my staff, I passed over the Jordan. And now I am become how many bound? I got to know the clarity of this scripture while I was working as a pastor in Bauchi. A lawyer. One day, I was praying. All the people are pastoring did not have money to build a church for us. But I prayed. I said, God, we need to build a church to move from the ramshackle environment where we were. And the place was smelling. Then, one day, I opened the television. I was watching BATV. And they were having it at a house spot for Bauchi Secondary School. And I had the name of a man. And God said to me, that's the man that had the money to build your church. And I, the man was not there, it was the wife. I went looking for him, and finally I got him. And the man first gave 500,000, and the second he gave another 500,000. And later the man gave wiring, gave uh, fan and the rest of them. When I took my elder to go and thank him, the man opened the scripture. He said, he's not one of the least of all the messes and all the truth that God has shown unto him. Well, he came into the town, a nobody, and God had made him somebody. So if he's doing anything for God, it's a way of just telling him that he's very grateful. And not too long that he did that, he invited me for a dinner because he, he said he was able to build a, a mini estate in the place. Very beautiful. Like a service apartment. God so blessed him and the rest of them. A lawyer and the rest of them. And God blessed him. God blessed him. But you know there are a few persons who will do things for God? He wants everybody to come and lie down before you. He wants everybody to be clapping for you. He wants everybody to be dancing around for you and the rest of them. In, the, in January this year, a man invited some people, Kisra, to sing in his house. A very wealthy man. And the man called me and said, where are you? I said, ma'am, I'm at home. He said, okay, I have some people in my house. Come around. And I went. And when I got there, every, who is who in the state were in his house? And these people were singing and the rest of them. He turned to me and said, do you have anything to tell the people? I said, who am I? I always have something. Pastors will always have one. And I stood up and I shared with them. And one of the things that came to me is this. When people are clapping for you, be very careful when people are clapping for you. Did you hear me? That mosquito went into an adventure. And he went flying the kingdom of men. After flying, he came back. The mother and the father mosquito asked, how did he... Adventure go today. He said, wonderful. He said, how did it go? He said, ah, when I go to the kingdom of men, I don't even know the style that I fly, but all of them were clapping for me. They were clapping. The father and the mother said, ah, 
They were not clapping for you. They were trying to kill you. But you escaped. So the small mosquito said, eh? Is that what they kill? Say that's how they kill mosquitoes in the kingdom of men. They were not clapping for you. When I said it, all of those big men there, all of them torn. I said, I spoke with one of them yesterday. Was the retired justice. After the meeting, he called me and said, mean you're from this state. He said, who had been hiding you? That you are not coming into the government function. I said, I stay in Abuja. I live in Abuja. I'm not living in Enugu here. Now, all of them were shocked because the common thing for politicians is that you do something and they are clapping for you. I saw them, they became calm. And I, of course, that's a message I didn't prepare. They told me 10 minutes. But I think in 10 minutes, I finished delivering. And the rest of them. I told them. And they were all shocked that anytime men are clapping for you, for those of you who want people to sing your praises, they're pushing you to your grave. Don't allow anybody to sing your praise. They should sing all praises to God. You see what chairman did? I said, how many people? Actually, we're giving the goza to the committee. But I think, it's like they had an inspiration. They returned all the goza to the altar. They returned it back to God. Don't allow anybody to sing it to your early grave. Whatever you have came from God. There's nothing from you that didn't come from God. That man realized it. He recognized that his greatness came from God. But some people say it's their own power. And that was what destroyed Nebuchadnezzar. He said, this kingdom of Babylon, is it not bound by my own hand? And the holy watchers took away his senses and he became like an animal. May your senses not be taken. Let me hear another amen. amen. May your senses not be taken. Amen. Now, the closure of doors and gates are usually spiritual by higher powers. Doors can be closed by God or by Satan. When it is God, that goes with the mind of getting our attention. To repent from our sins and our unrighteousness. But the devil does his own out of his wickedness to torment and to deny us of God's blessing. When it is God that is responsible, we go asking God for mercy. We go asking God for what? For mercy. You don't go fasting when God is the one that closed the door. You don't confront and break the door because God said in the book of Revelation, he said, any door I close, no man can do what? And if God said no man, no man. Nobody challenges him. God is the all-sufficient God. The all-powerful God. If he said, if I close the door of your resources, there's nothing. No native doctor will give it back to you. No government. Are you aware that there are people that have become governors? And after they become governor, they became poor. Are you following? In short, somebody, one former governor told me, he said, sir, say, government and politicians are terrible. He said, if they want to run you down, they can give you a contract of one billion and give you a little token to start the work and encourage you to invest all your money. And once you do, they will make sure that the contract does not work. You would have taken loan from the bank. You will be paying and all of it. Say they do it deliberately. They do it deliberately. I'm looking at them. I say, is that how people are wicked? Is that how people are wicked? And not many of you know that one of the current ministers, they saw in the government vote 200 and something billion naira in a particular bank. When EFCC got to know, the central bank said, we will not allow it. They carried the money back to central bank and the man ran to the president and that's how the man was accepted and the rest of them. But that 200 billion are no longer his. They are no longer his. And this is what was happening in Nigeria. This is what is happening in Nigeria. The rumor going on 
the governor of KB, they want to give him 100 million out of the recovered money. America said this man is the same person who helped Abasha to carry his money. I said, gradually, truths are coming out. They are deceiving us and we're killing ourselves. Of course, you know that the governor and the attorney general are from the same state. So why wouldn't he defend his brother and the rest of them? But you know, America won't just say what they do not know. But at least their shouting has stopped them from giving the money out of the 300 something dollars they got, million dollars. They want to give one person 100 million. To do what? Maybe to appreciate him. Like, what did he do? That out of the 5 billion that Abacha carried, they have recovered 2 billion. But where is the 2 billion? What have they used it for? May the Lord help us in Nigeria. I said, may God help us in Nigeria. Let me hear you, amen. None of you who are keeping quiet, are you Ghanaians or you're from Niger? Can I hear you, amen? amen. Can I hear you, amen? amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When doors are closed, even the richest can become poor. When the gate of your health, your health is closed, no doctor can treat you. When the door of your education is closed, no university gives you admission. And that's why today, by the word of God, any gate or door that is closed against you, by the word of God, we are confronting them and we are asking them to open. See, when you are excited, there's a way you receive it. But if you sit down like a retired permanent secretary who is no longer looking for work, then something is wrong with you. I said, every door that is closed against you shall be open. I said, shall be open. I said, shall be open in the name of Jesus Christ. Because the reason why men are suffering is because doors are closed against them. Particularly when it comes to the doors of the heart of men. Are you aware that there are millionaires whose brothers are suffering? Do you know what happened? The door of the heart of the man is closed. He does not remember that his brother exists. He sees him as a problem. And yet, he helps every other person around. But today, every man that needs to help you, God will open his heart for you. Everyone that needs to sign your document, God will open his heart for you. This is a very serious prayer, and I want you to respond to it. I want you to respond to it. Because once the doors are open, your lifestyle will not be the same again. Can you look up here? Look up, look up, look up. Leave that phone. Look up. I said, doors, when they're open to you, your life will not remain the same. When your doors are open, your life will not remain the same. Have you ever seen somebody? One day I came back, I met my daughter outside. She's my daughter, but I went down with the key. So she was outside. She didn't have access, but she was lucky that the gate was open. If the gate was not open, from her, she would be there. If rain come and sun come, what will happen to her? She would be under it. Why? Because the door was closed. Because the door was closed. Look at what happened to, to people in Borono. If the door was not closed against them, none of these 30 people would not have died. Their life would not have been saved. Their life would not have been saved. But remember, if it's God that is responsible for the closure of the door, you don't go breaking the door. You go asking for mercy. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people which are called by my name. If my people. God knows that they are his people. And there's a likelihood of them falling into sin, rebelling, disobeying. If my people which are called by my name shall do what? Humble themselves. So there's need for humility. You don't begin to brag and quarrel with God. Why have you not this need? Don't look outward, look inward. 
if they can humble themselves and do what? And pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then, after you've sought the face of God, turn from your wicked ways, seek God, pray, humble yourself. How many things can we count them? If they shall humble themselves, one, pray, two, seek my faith, turn from their wicked way. Then, after this four action, I will hear. It's only two things that God, okay, let's see. Okay, I will hear, one, I will forgive, that's it, two, I will hear their land, three. Man is required to do four things. God will do how many? Three. God will not hear until you seek him. He will not hear the land until you turn away. But if you remain in your wickedness and your sin, your door will remain closed. Do not harden your heart. Do not harden your heart. If there's something you are into and God is warning you, please turn away from such things. As they do what? Turn away so that you will not have a perpetual closed door. You will not have what leads men to despondencies when they harden their heart. When they refuse, they get to the help of hopelessness. That there's no point of return. Make up your mind that today, that thing that God is cautioning you of, that you walk away from it, he will call in the name of the Lord, and God say, he will forgive and he will heal. But if it's the devil, we can through the name that is above every name, confront him. Confront the door, like in Psalm 24. We read Psalm 24, but let's read it again. Psalm 24 from verse 7. Psalm 24 from verse 7. He said, lift up your head. O ye gates, be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Verse 8. Look at what did the gate say. What did the gate say? You mean God doesn't know the king of glory? He had a boldness. The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. That brings confrontation. Lift up your head, O ye gates. Even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Verse 10. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the king of glory. When the king of glory comes in, no door can remain closed. When the king of glory comes in, no door can remain closed. How many of you remember the case of Peter? That they shut the iron gate, the wooden gate, but that in Acts of Apostles chapter 12. The Bible says, as long as the angel was Peter, and they arrived at the iron gate. What happened to the gate? The gate opened of its own accord. The security men were with the key and they were sleeping. But God, who is the master of everything, who has the key, who is the eternal God, as soon as he said, the gate said, who am I? You created me. I live. You understand? Good. He said, you are the one that created me. You are the one that created me. I bow in worship. The gate gave way. The gate gave way. And they passed through every gate. Now, this, some of these technologies that we have today actually originated from the Bible. When you meet all these doors that moves on its own, it's from Acts of Apostles they got it. God gave them the revelation on how to operate it. That as soon as you are approaching, the gate will do what? Open. Once you pass, the thing will close. The technology of air conditioning came from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When they were inside, it was cool. But the outside was what? When we put our AC on, go outside. All this other was outside. How would they look like? What of inside? Not the same thing. The same fridge, same thing with fridge. 
So all of them are from where? From the Bible. From the Bible. So if you're a Bible person, you're a lucky person. There's nothing that the earth can deny you. There's nothing that the earth can deny you. And I declare, by God's presence that you are carrying, by his glory that is coming upon you this morning, every door that had been closed in the past, as you walk back again, the door shall be open to you. I said the door shall be open to you. I said the door shall be open to you. I said the door shall be open to you. I said the door shall be open to you. And once the doors are open unto you, men shall come in for celebration. Because this month God has declared it is a month of great favors and open doors. I am expecting open door for myself. Are you expecting open door? That door shall be open. I said that door shall be open. Believe God. Don't look, listen to what is happening around. Believe God. That door shall be open. And you will enter into that place. That place that God has ordained for you, you shall enter into it. See now, we have the story of the children going to the promised land. The children of Israel and the gate of Jericho was locked against them. That's where we took our Bible reading. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 1. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 1. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 1. Quickly. Now, Jericho was what? Straightly shut up. Because of who? Because of the children of Israel. The gate was not locked because of any person. Other tribe, the Arab, the Philistines were passing. But as soon as they heard that the children of Israel were passing, they were terrified. The gate was shut. And the Bible says, none went out and none came in. There are people in their life. They are not moving forward and they can't go backward. There's no progress. Their life is just stagnated in one place. This is what happened to the children of Israel. None went in and none came in. None went out and none came in. The gate was shut. And the story has it that the wall of Jericho was so thick that six motor cars can ride on the wall at the same time. Some years back, over 20, 25 years back, I read a book, Angels on Assignment. And God revealed to somebody, because I was in my only two imagination, that if this fence now falls, we can walk on it. But if a fence that is thick, that can carry six motor cars, if it falls this way, it can still raise another height. So what happened? They say what actually happened was that God sent angels from heaven. They climbed the fence, the wall, and pressed it down. But what people eventually saw was the pieces. And church, those of you who went to Jerusalem with me this year, you saw the remaining heap. It was still hanging there. After Jericho is one of the oldest cities in the world. And everything said here in the Bible came to pass. The cause on the land of Jericho is still there. Even their food to pilgrim is the worst of all the places. Their food. Check all the places we ate. Because the cause is still on Jericho. But because of the children of Israel, they shut up the gate. They shut up the gate. Look at verse 2. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into their hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. Though the gate was locked, I have good news for somebody. There are things that are looking impossible in the sight of men. You are asking yourself, question, how will it happen? 
As at the time the gate was still locked, God spoke. And this morning, God is speaking. That thing you are expecting, God is putting it into your hand. Amen. There may be enemies hanging around, but they can't stop you. Because God said to Joshua, I have given into. Did he say, I will give? He said, I have given into your hand. Where? Jericho. That position you are looking for is in your hand. That appointment letter is in your hand. That building is in your hand. That marriage is in your hand. And nobody can stop it. Hear me, nobody can stop it. I like it to be happy and celebrate. Nobody can stop it. What God say, nobody can question him. The enemies were still there, but he said, the city, the king, and the mighty men of valor have given unto you. Verse 3. Look at it, verse 3. What did he say, verse 3? And ye shall compass the city. All ye men of war, and go round about the city. How many times? Once. Thou shalt thou do. How many days? Now, this is foolishness. In the sight of men. Men of war are in Jericho. Some of them were hanging on the wall with the ammunition. But you are asking us to go around the wall. Every day we go one, for six days. Then verse 4. Verse 4 quickly. And seven priests shall bear before the ark. How many trumpets of ram? Seven. Huh. And the seventh day ye shall compare the city. How many times? Seven times. And the priests shall do what? Blow the trumpet. The priest shall do what? And it shall come to pass. That's five. That when they make a long blast with a ram horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall do what? Shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall, fall down flat. And the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. And the people obeyed. They did what? They did what? What are those small, small things that you are being asked to do before God? They say we are fasting and praying. You don't get involved in the fasting. You are, you are eating. They say we are going to pray. You don't pray. They say we are having night VG. You say no, I no longer do night VG. I am afraid of security situation. Are you the only one in Nigeria? But in the night when men slept, that's where the enemy plant one they had planted. But you don't pray. You are not doing any of the spiritual activity. You, you don't want to come out of your comfort zone. You don't want anything to deny you your sleep. You want to keep sleeping. You want to keep eating. Do you know there are people who come to church? They come to church with bitter cola. They come to church with tom-tom. They come to church with biscuit. Gradually, they are taking one after the other in their pocket and leveling the thing. One, they finish the biscuit. Then the last one, the service is going on. They are looking at you. They think they are with you. They are clearing the bitter cola. And they finish the bitter cola, and they will chewing it gradually. They will say amen more than anybody, but their eyes and their hearts are not with you. Because they want to eat at all times. They are eating at all times. And the Bible says, woe to the city, whose king is a child that eats when early in the morning. You don't fast, you don't wait on the Lord. What kind of person are you? How do you want to have your breakthrough? You're not in the Bible study, you're not in the prayer meeting, 
You're not in Sunday service. Even when you're coming, you've never attended Sunday school. If they ask you which of the class do you belong to, you've been a member of the church for one, two years, but you don't know the name of the classes because you don't want to grow. You don't want to belong to the Word of God. You don't even have a personal time to do your morning devotion. You don't even read the Bible. How then will you grow? God told them, this simple thing, these are what they're going to do. Look at verse 6. And Joshua the son of Noah called the priest and said unto them, Take up the ark of the covenant and let seven priests bear seven trump trumpets of ram before the ark of the Lord, verse 7. And he said unto the people, Pass on and compass the city. And let him that is armed pass on before the ark of the Lord. Eight. And it came to pass, when Joshua had spoken unto the people, that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram passed on before the Lord and blew with the trumpet and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. Nine. And the armed men went before the priests that blew with the trumpets. And the real one came after the act, the priest going on and blowing with the trumpets. Simple obedience, and they had their blessing. Simple obedience. Simple what? Simple what? Simple what? Simple what? What are those things that are looking hard before you to obey? God asked, do this little thing. The people of Israel obeyed. If there's anything as at that time that is so great in the world, it was the wall of Jericho. In short, the wall of Jericho should enter the Guinness Book of Record because it's a magnificent wall. They don't have such a wall in any part of the world. So it was near impossible for them to pass through, but by their simple obedience. They didn't call a meeting after service. I said, what is this Joshua saying? That we should walk around this he didn't even say we should start breaking it. We don't believe this man. This man wonder. Is he not seeing all these armed men by the wall? He said we should just go around. This man is taking too much upon himself. And now what? The, but the people foolishly obeyed. Sometimes obedience requires foolishness. It requires that you keep all that you know so much. It requires that you just walk with your eyes closed. You trust God to the point that everything he said is true. Do you know some people want to be wiser than God? God said, do this. Say, how can I do it? God said, I've heard it. Say, how do you confirm it? Let us learn to obey God and it shall be well. I say it shall be well. Yeah. The gate was shut up because of the children of Israel. In verse 1. Things don't just happen. Things happen for the sake of someone. It may be in the midst of a thousand persons, but the target may be one person, like the case of Jonah. It was because of the people of Israel that the gate was shut. That the gate was what? Shut. Some, are you aware that sometimes an automobile accident happened, but the target is one person? There may be 10 people who will die, but the target was one person. One person. One. When I was involved in an accident in Bauchi, I knew that I was the target. But they missed it because Sunday like this, I spoke with my mouth. That nobody in the church was going to die. So with my mouth, I removed myself from the dead. And the person that sat close to me, with four other persons, died in that accident. And this is the mark, and God saved me. And I want to declare, if there's anything that the devil has put into the air because of you, you are free from that thing. Yeah. If there's a door that the enemy has closed, no, 1,000 persons may be stranded, you are free. Out of the 30 people that died in Medigree, there was a target. There was a target. There was who? There's somebody, a breadwinner of the family that every person depended upon. And once that person died, the family starts suffering. 
That person was the target. Things don't just happen. The people of Israel were the target. I want to say that every gate that is closed, targeting you, I command that doors to be open. I command the gates to be open. In the name of Jesus Christ. Brethren, Jonah was in the ship. And the ship almost sank. Until they discovered him. From this moment, every Jonah in your life, God will separate you from. Amen. You will not die because of other person's sin. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Every door, every gate, close for your sake, shall be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Amen. You shall have access to your blessings this month. I said this month, you shall have access to your blessings. Every door usually comes with a key. A key that makes it easier to open the door. And there are keys to assessing God's blessing. Number one, obedience. Number one is what? Everybody say it. Are you an obedient child of God? What killed Saul was because he's not obedient. He felt he was given sacrifice. And God asked him, do you think I have a pleasure in sacrifice more? Just like I have in obedience? Let's read Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Revelation 3.20. Revelation is the last scripture, last book of the Bible. He said, Behold, I do what? I stand at the door. And do what? If any man is conditional, hear my voice and open the door. What will I do? I will do what? And hear with me. To sub means to eat, to celebrate. He's standing, he's knocking. If you were here, the question is that, are you hearing the voice of the Lord? Have you heard as the message is going on? Are you hearing anything? Have you heard in the past of what God is saying? Or you've hardened your heart? You decided on what you want to do. You discussed at home how you want to live your life. And not what God is saying. But the truth is this. Since you have decided on how you want to do, is your life better? Why not hear the voice of the Lord? You hear the voice of the Lord? Why not open your heart to him and allow him to come in, so that he can talk with you. He does not force anybody. He cannot force you. You only want you to be willing. You only want you to be what? To be willing. Want you to be what? To be willing. No. Number two is willingness. Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 19. Isaiah 1, 19. Jesus will never force anyone. God will never force anyone. If ye be willing and obedient, what will you do? The land is filled with good things. The only thing that will have you eat it, that will help you eat it, is when you are willing, when you are obedient. When you search through the scriptures and you are ready to obey the scripture and not to contradict the scripture. When you are ready to obey and say, God, you said this, I want to give it a trial, I want your blessing upon it. If you do that, you will say the hand of God. But if you choose to go your own way, and the Bible said, in the book of Proverbs 14, verse 12, say there's a way that seemeth right unto a man. There's a way. We seemeth right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. They are the ways of destruction. That way you're going. It may look well. You may be loving with your wife. You may be loving with your children. You may be loving with your friend. You may be loving with your pastors. You may be loving with your colleagues. You may be loving with your town people. That they what we are doing are nonsense. This is the way we want to go our way. It looks good to you. But the Bible is warning that it is the way of death. Come back and follow the word of the Lord. 
God said, if ye be willing and obedient, you shall eat the fruit of the Lamb. Willingness precedes obedience. You will, let your will be subjected, be submitted to the will of God, and it shall be well. And another one, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 and 2. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 and 2. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt do what? Hearken, not just hearken, but diligently pay attention unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe, pay attention, and to do all his commandments, the rules and regulations of the Bible, which are commanded this day, that the Lord your God will set thee on high above how many nations of the earth? All. How many nations? Verse 2. Verse 2 says, And all this blessing shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. Today, I see somebody making a U-turn. I see somebody surrendering his will to the will of God. I see somebody surrendering her will to the will of God. And making up your mind to obey the Lord. And the blessings of the Lord come upon thee and overtake thee. The overtaking blessing means that no door can be closed against you. Because overtaking is permitted in the kingdom of God. It's permitted. It's permitted. Brethren, as we close, when we serve the Lord with an open heart, he on his own opens the door with his hand. Revelation chapter 3, verse 7 and 8. Then Isaiah 45, 1 to 3. Revelation chapter 3, verse 7 and 8. And the Bible says, And though the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, This thing said he that is holy, he that is true. He that had the key of who? David. He that opened and no man shut it. And shut it and no man opened it. I know that works. Behold, I have said before the what? An open door. And no man, and I repeat, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and I kept my word. I have set a door. You will enter into that door. Yeah. Revelation chapter 1, let me see verse 18. Revelation 1, 18, before we go to Isaiah 45. Revelation chapter 1, verse 18. I am he that liveth, and I was dead. And behold, I am what? I am alive forevermore. Amen. And the keys of her and of death. Where are they? Verse 19. And I have the keys of her and death. Where is the keys? Go back to 18. Where is the keys of her and death? Eh? Where is it? There are scriptures you know you live longer on the earth. The keys of death are with your master. Nobody can kill you. Not even a poison. Do you hear me? Eh? A man was arrested by some criminals and they gave him chemical to drink. They say, renounce Jesus. He said, no. Say you're going to die. They tried everything and the man refused. They brought the chemical and gave him. They said, Lord, turn this into multivitamin. He prayed and he drank it. When the people saw that he was not dying, they ran away. And they were running. The bottle that contained the chemical got broken, splashed on their legs, and started burning them. Something that burned their skin couldn't do anything. But the testimony of the man is that the ulcer that he had before now, that chemical healed the ulcer. <laughs> the same thing happened to Reverend Dr. Omobai. When they gave him, he said, God turned it to tea. He drank it. 
When the armed robber saw that he was alive, they knelt down. They said, please pray for us. He said, number one, God, make them blind first. So they cried the more. But then they gave their life to Christ. Please, we are going back to the Bible days when miracles will be happening in our life. No more playing game. We're going to hold God by the hand. We're going to hold by God by the hand. This gate will enter into it. But don't forget that the keys of death and of hell are with the master. He's not willing for you to go to hell. Neither is he willing for you to die. Nobody can kill you. I said nobody can kill you. Your uncle who have been desiring to die, you will not die. Because the key of death is not with your uncle. It's not with armed robbers. It's with your master. Hallelujah. Isaiah, the last verse before we pray. 45. Thus said the Lord God to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I've holding. To do what? To subdue nations before him. And I will lose the loins of kings. To open before him the two lead gates. And the gates shall not be shut. Somebody say amen. amen. The gate God is open shall not be shut. Amen. The gate God is opening shall not be shut. Amen. There are some pastors that God how open to them the gates of the one of my friends. He traveled around the nation preaching the word of God. Why? Because the gates of nations have been opened unto him. There are people seated here. Gates of nations shall be opened unto you. Yeah. Every nation whose gate is closed by the word of God, I open them. Yeah. Now, who will help us get flags of nation? How do we get them? Who will help us? Who can help us get flags of nation? Who? Nobody knows? Eh? Who can help us? Let me see your hand. Who will pay? But who will help us get flags of nation? Nobody knows where to get it. Who? You can get it for us. You will get us America, Israel, UK, Canada. This good nation. For now, leave China out of it. Leave Afghanistan out of it. Leave Saudi Arabia out of it. Because the same man came back from China. He gave a suit to his pastor as a gift. But when he now gave testimony, how God delivered, he came back from China. He said the pastor carried his suit and threw back at him. He said, take your gift. Hallelujah. So leave China out of it. Meet with the pastor. Get more nations, good nations. We'll put them on this altar. It will open gates of nations for us. Yeah. Can I hear you? Amen. Yeah. Don't take this for granted. We have never done it before. I've never desired it. I see people put it. Me, I say I'm contented with the flag of Nigeria. But now that is in my heart, put it. We shall go to those nations. Yeah. I say we shall go to those nations. Yeah. Number one should be the flag of Nigeria should be more than three. Eh? Good. Do you know the symbol of the flag of Israel? It looked like a star. Am I correct? But it's actually a triangle. A two triangle. One up, one down. To remind them that there's God in heaven and they are still on the earth. So you don't forget God and you don't forget that you are still on the earth. So they can develop your technology. Verse 2. Verse 2. 
I will go before them and make the crooked places straight. Say amen. amen. I will break in pieces the gates of brass. We are getting to the point of confronting them. And cut in sunder the bars of iron. Verse 3. And I will give, this is the main thing. Why gates are closed? Why gates are closed against men? It's because of what? The secret treasures. He said, I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that I may know that I, the Lord, which called thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. Everybody be upstanding. You're going to pray. You're going to pray. The Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of your word, I come against every gate of brass. Close against me. In the name that's above every name. I break them open. I break them into pieces. And I step into the house. In the name of Jesus. They clap your hands and pray. 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 Pray, 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 pray. Clap your hands and 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 pray. Lekredebo shandala makarielebo. Erega bregano noromashkendielebe herialabo. Enderegalabo zandala mashkendielebe he. Erega blehendo zorielebe shandala maharia. Erega blehendo zorielebe shandielebe he. You're not praying, you're not praying. Clap your hands and pray, clap your hands and pray. Something needs to be broken. 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 Something need to be broken in the name of Jesus. Eleka bregana do Romesh kandala mahori alebe. Ekrede bo shandala mahori alebe. E ragala bo shendi alebe heri alebe. Alaka bregana do Romesh kendi alebe. In the name of Jesus, we are praying. Say by the word of God, I force the royal doors open. I take over my position by force. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Ekrelebo shandala bakuria. Ekrelebo shandala bahuria lebe. Eliangrelebo shandala beheria lebe. Alagabrahuria lebe. I force the royal door open. I take over my position. Meliakrelebo. Shikrelebo lodozo romash kandala bahuria. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Pastor Nobisi, go close that door. Pastor Ekwala, where are you? Close that door. Pastor Kali, go and close the other door. Quickly, quickly. It's a prophetic walk. Mommy, climb to the altar there. Close to the back of the altar. I'll be looking towards this direction. I'm doing a prophetic work by the word of God. 
any door closed against any of us, whether the door of heart of men, the door of the marketplace, the door of employment, the door of admission, the door of receiving your position, your appointment letter, at this door are open, take a step and move forward. There are people, listen to me, just listen. I say, when the doors are open, are they open now? Now wait, when the doors are open, don't be faster than your shadow. You are going, to believe you God. Some of you have been having health challenges. As you take that step, the, day, the doors of good health will be open unto you. The door of relationship, marriage will open unto you. When I'm talking about our silver jubilee opening door, many of you are not understanding. You don't understand. I, I, it just occurred to me that this marriage committee, marriage, silver jubilee committee, is the largest we've ever. Can you see that the committee started from here to almost the other? We've never had a big committee. And I didn't know how, the way the thing was arranged, I didn't know that two, two three names were in a committee because they already have subcommittees. It's for a reason. Some of you get married. I mean, to the husband that you will love. Amen. Are you ashamed of saying amen? amen? Let me hear you, amen. amen. Those of you who are married, don't say amen. I say you will marry. Amen. You will marry. Amen. To a very good husband. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You will get that your appointment letter. Amen. You will walk into your health. Amen. You will walk into your admission. Amen. You will walk into your employment. You will walk into building of your house. You walk into completing your house. You walk into beautiful thing. Are you looking for a baby? You walk into pregnancy. Therefore, by the power of the Holy Ghost, hold the handle of the door. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I command doors of opportunities, doors of good health, doors of employment, doors of appointment, doors of good health. Those of marriages, God of high anointing, those of nations, to be open in the name of God the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Take a step in the name of Jesus. Some of you don't hear English. You are standing in one place. Thank you. Take a place. Take a step. Take a step. Take a step. Take a step. Walk into your marriage. Anything you are trusting God. Dear God, I walk into it now. 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 In the name of Jesus, I walk into it. In the name of Jesus, I walk into it. Pray, pray, pray. Say it and believe it. It's an act of faith. It's an act of faith. It's a prophetic declaration. You walk into your admission, walk into your marriage. Yes. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we are praying. There are some of you who are feeling strongly that there's something opposing your movement. Step out here. Something is opposing your appointment, your promotion. You, have, you just feel that there's a force opposing you. Come out here. Quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Give me the anointing on you. La kratos zobro koshkanda la bakuria. Le kratos zobro koshkanda la bakushkanda la bakuria. Rubi ya la kozimbro koshkanda la mahuri mehendazalia. Something is happening. Open your heart. It's left for you. You want to walk into your, your destiny. You're walking into it. 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 The oil will drop in your hand. You will rub it on your forehead. And you rub some on your feet. 
Rob your forehead, roll some on your feet. face and on your feet. Something is happening. Sit, sit down quietly. Every head bowed and all eye closed. Give me that song again. All power belongs to you. Lord, sing it solemnly, solemnly. You're here. You know that your life is not right. You're living in disobedience. I want God to help you. You find it difficult to obey God. But you're making up your mind that from this moment you will serve the Lord with all of your heart. I'm going to be praying for you now. Just lift up your hand wherever you are. Your life will be full of disobedience. But you're making up your mind. I've seen the first one. I've seen the second one. I've seen the third one. Put it on your chest and ask God to help you. To show you mercy. To show you mercy. To show you mercy. To show you Mercy, to show you mercy. Lord, I'm asking that this one have indicated. Show them mercy. 